Welcome to The Connection, a podcast to connect you to the parish of Yate. My name's Howell. And I'm Justin. We are your hosts sharing with you a series of spiritual tools to enable everyday Christian living in the parish of Yate. So on this episode of The Connection, we discuss what type of literature is in the Bible. I get Justin to do a Bible quiz. We try and make a pop song, quite literally, literally. (laughs) And we discuss what the creation hymn in Genesis 1 is about. So on this episode of The Connection, we're going to kind of work out what kind of literature is within this beautiful thing that is the Bible. Yeah, so it's a, we've said it's a library. It's full of uh, over over 60 books, 16, okay. 69 if, uh, if you're one type, and yeah. uh, 70 odd if you're another type. Okay, yeah. We'll go into that on another episode. Yeah, of course. Uh, but we've got lots and lots of different books and lots and lots of different types of literature in there. Okay. So we've got a quiz now for, right. for okay. Justin. Okay, well, let's see if I can get this done. I'll put me, uh, get me ready for this. Is there, is there a wooden spoon? No, I, no. I always win that. Well, we're not going to talk about the rugby because oh, you lot okay. are going to beat us, I'm sure. Well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we've got a quiz here. So we've got lots and lots of different types of uh, literature. And okay. Justin's going to guess whether he thinks it's in the Bible or not. Right, okay. Good, right. okay. So... Uh, is there a hymn book in the Bible? Yes, there is. There's lots of songs. Brilliant. Yeah. Great. That's we know e- that. That's an easy one. That's good. Is there a letter from a church leader? Definitely. There are letters in there. So, so I know there's letters. It's easy, isn't it? Yeah. Right. Uh, is there a novel in the Bible? A novel? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, yes. Yes, there is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there is. There's uh, ones like Jonah, yeah. all sorts of things. Yes. Yeah, Job. Yeah. yeah. A lot of the wisdom literature is, uh, is a kind of ancient type of novel. Novel, yeah, yeah of right. course, yeah. Um, is there a book written in code? That's quite hard. A book written in code? I don't think so. There wouldn't be any code in there, would there? Well, it sort of is in Revelation. A lot of that's written in code. Okay, so, so that's right at the end. Toward the end, you have to know <clears throat> the code to get it, because they were under persecution, so they would... Uh, Okay. They, they wrote it so that the, the okay. Romans wouldn't know. Okay, so there is a book of code. There's okay, a book, right, book okay. in code. Uh, book of laws. Yeah, I mean, there's laws in there. It tells what we should do and what we shouldn't do. So, yeah. You know, Easy. It, in the context. Yeah. Uh, a poetry book. Yeah, lots of poetry in the Bible. These Absolutely. are all easy ones, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, an erotic love poem. Oh, I don't know about that. Uh, I mean, I guess there's lots of love within the Bible. An erotic love all about women's bits and how much he fancied her and what he'd like to do surely not oh yeah there is oh wow <laughs> it's the song of songs okay. it does get really really racy wow okay well you'd have yeah. thought it eh it's, it's quite a laugh because in weddings we read out one of the set readings is, is okay. that uh, arise my love my fair one and come away because the winter is past and the time of singing has come you can really ham that one up at a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> but the funny thing is, is it skips over some of the verses. And if you read the verses that it skips over, it yeah. does get very racy wow. about, about gazelles and all sorts of things. Wow. Very symbolic, but, uh, but oh, we yeah. know what they mean. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Read between uh, the lines. It's uh, a, a poem written from uh, 
by King Solomon to the Queen of Sheba. Okay. So it's actually it's actually about the the dance of love between God and humanity. It's, okay. it's really quite passionate, really. Um, I've got down you a mythological history. So what this is is a history that is mixed up with myths and not really overly worried about facts, but more about the story. So something like the King Arthur stories. Oh, okay. It? Well, yeah, I think there is. I think there's a lot of that in the Old Testament, isn't there? There's lots yeah. of stories about how other people worshipped other religions and gods and, and, and how it all needs to be brought into one place. So, yeah, no, I do think that that, that, it, that, that is the case. Yeah, so, like, for example, um, the writers of a lot of the Old Testament weren't overly bothered about being accurate about things like uh, numbers and ages and yeah. things like that. Okay. They, it's the narrative that counts. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, that sort okay. Of sense. okay. Yeah. We're not doing too bad. Yeah, you're all right. Um, what about uh, a book that claims to be the exact words of God? Now, this goes back to our first Well, episode. I know this because I guess if I didn't listen to the previous podcast, I mean, I, I've learned quite rightly so that uh, the Quran states that it's actual words of God. But yeah. we know that the Bible never states that. It is all in different contexts. So you're right. That it, there's nothing in the Bible that it actually claims that it is exact words of God. Exactly. So the Bible is is people's experiences of God speaking yep. to them and yep. their interpretations and their, their stories of God interacting with them. Yep. It's not... The, it isn't written down by God's secretary no. in that okay. sort of sense. Yep, okay. So, uh, and finally, a modern science book. Oh no, there can't be any modern science in there because surely, I mean, the book itself is years old, isn't it? I mean, it's <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of years old. Why would there be anything in there that would be anything to do with modern science? Exactly. Good. I That's love all right. That's yeah, it. exactly. Because it wasn't. In, it's the same question: is why aren't there any mobile phones in the Bible? Well, that's it, isn't because it? Because they it, weren't it, invented yet. However, I guess you could argue there were components within the Bible that has influenced modern science, isn't it? You well, know? that's a whole podcast in itself. Yeah. So, is, uh, <laughs> is this compo- uh, one of the uh, main reasons that um, we in the in the the West, in in Europe, and in uh, in the Islamic world? Uh, went about the scientific revolution because okay. it was influenced by this idea of God making an orderly universe but I'm not oh. going to get carried away no that's, that's another podcast for another, another day, day for you scientists in the world <laughs> okay good stuff lovely well, there we are. so we, we've established that there's, there is quite a lot of different themes that are a bit curveball at times that feature within the Bible yeah but what you can do is break it down into three central themes really three central types of literature okay okay which makes it a bit easier so we kick off with what then so what's our first uh narrative story okay. story so yeah. there's loads and loads and loads and loads of story okay so like a, a story has a beginning a middle and an end lovely and, right. and, and, and we talked about that on the previous podcast that a lot of these stories are about people who are the lowest of the low that that benefit from the act and the word of god and and these stories really are anchored around that that's it so, like, for, so there's, there's, that's the thing that most people would be familiar with: Bible stories. Bible stories, stories. yeah. Okay, and, and, and lessons the to be learned from them. Right, yeah. So uh, the next one then is songs, and most of the Bible is songs. Okay, songs and poetry. Okay, so I mean, there are definite songs, isn't there? Within that, you can define. You can go in the Bible and see many songs. Mm. And as well, the other thing is, is sometimes in Bibles it's quite handy because what they do is they put the type of a song 
in sort of the the they align it in the center so it's aligned differently to the rest of the text so as you read it okay sometimes you'll notice it's in a block yeah and then there'll be other bits which it's it's actually like center aligned oh, okay and in little paragraphs like a poem so i've you know i've just opened the bible now and, and i'm looking at genesis yeah and i guess that works i mean you know i've always read it as as a as an introduction to life and it's very symbolic but the actual structure of that it looks like a song yeah, because it's been put out like that yeah. in your Bible. That's right, yeah. yeah. So the final bit is uh, discourse. Now, what this is, is a kind of like uh, legal literature, um, theoretical literature. So it's a kind of an argument. So a, a, um, a series of ideas yeah. that have a logical flow to them. Okay, so great examples of that, I guess, is is the apostles. They were all challenged to write letters and to write... And, you know, the book of James, for example, it's all about how we should act in a in a in a in a, in a logical format exactly so all of, all the letters are set out in that sort of it's like a um, a logical argument that james or paul or whoever else is actually setting out to say this is how you li- should live your life yep. and this is why you should live your life like that and, and you could argue that's probably a, a, such a crucial cornerstone to the bible because this is how to live as a Christian. We've lost Jesus. You know, mm. that symbolic element has happened. We know that he's going to return. We've been empowered as apostles to go around and, and, and spread the word. And so that part of the Bible was about really polishing how to be followers of faith. Yeah, it's a practical application of the stories. Yeah. So it's a kind of, it, this is what the stories are about. Sort yeah, of thing. okay. So you've got that. And in the Old Testament, you've got all the legal stuff like the Ten Commandments, yes. uh, all the other laws. And as well, things like the, the some of the wisdom literature, like uh, Ecclesiastes. Okay. Uh, there's a time to live and a time to die, um, the time to for war and a time for peace. Yeah. That bit. Okay. Yeah. So there's a lot of. Um, I nearly went into an Iron Maiden song. Yeah. The time yeah. to live and yeah. the time to die. It's time to meet your maker, right? But it's to do with uh, there's there's quite a lot of that in the Old Testament as well, like proverbs. Okay. There's a okay. whole batch of it in there okay so three primary kind of themes throughout the book yeah songs stories or logical discourse okay all right so right. when you're reading it you gotta think well is this a song is this a story yeah is this a logical discourse yeah. okay but the weird thing is um in you do have books like ecclesiastes which is all logical discourse yeah or you could have like the letter of Paul or James, which is all logical discourse. Yeah. But most of the uh, Bible has got nearly all three in them. Okay, so a bit of a, a, a mix of them. Oh, okay. So, for example, um, in, say, the Gospel of Matthew and Luke, you'll have lots and lots of story about Jesus. Yeah. Right? But you also have things like the Beatitudes. Okay. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for this the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. Uh, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Okay. So what that is is poetry, which is put in to a story because it's the, Jesus a lot of time in his teaching taught in that way of poetry, like okay. the Beatitudes. Yeah. Well, it's, it's easy to remember, and, and it's an attention grabber, isn't it? You know, there yeah. are many stories of either speaking to the few or through. Or, or to the many, and and if you've got a big audience, you've got to you've got to keep them engaged, haven't you? And that's a really good way using poetry and flow to the story or to the teaching. That's right. So, uh, and even in the Gospel of Matthew, you've got uh, a bit of logical discourse where you have uh, Jesus' family tree, which is if anyone wants to ask us about that, 
it's a nightmare but we, we might do a podcast about it, but yeah. that's a kind of logical discourse where Matthew sets out a, a logical argument, okay. which is quite difficult to understand, yeah, yeah. Uh, about why Jesus is the Son of God. Yeah. Okay? Uh, but the easiest one to get to would be uh, Exodus. Now, Exodus, movement of the people. What would you say is in the book of Exodus? Yeah, so I guess the story of, the story of Moses. Yeah, so it's Moses... Uh, goes down to uh, Israel after leaving, um, leaving, being kicked out of the palace. So let's start from the beginning. Moses goes down on the on the on the river yep. and is rescued by the Egyptian princess. Yep. Right. Brought up as a prince, he's expelled from the palace. He goes out into the desert, and then he comes back as Moses when he's called from the burning bush. Yep. Right. And then he <clears throat> says to Pharaoh. Let my people go from slavery. Okay. Right? Yes. And then we have all the different all the problems with Pharaoh and whatever. Yes. And then they escape across the, the Sea of Reeds or the sea towards the promised land. Okay. Good. So then, is then, that then. just gonna be story, do you think? Well, it's a it's a great story, yeah. isn't it? And it, and it and it's been reproduced in the film world many a time and it's very symbolic of spreading the water. I mean, it's a story. Yeah, it is a, there is story in it, but also as well is when uh, Miriam uh, and Moses cross the the sea. Yeah. All right. Uh, what they do is they sing a song. <laughs> as you should. As you should. Yeah. So he goes, uh, I sing to the Lord because he has won a glorious victory. Horse and rider have been thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strong defender and he is the one who has saved me. He is my God and I will praise him. For God's Father, I will sing about his greatness. The Lord is a warrior. The Lord is his name. Now, Ed, why do you think I can rattle that off so quick as a song like that? How many times do you reckon I've said that? Well, probably more than once. And and then it, because it's a song, yeah. it allows you, because it has, I mean, you know, I'm a big fan of praise uh, mm. and worship through song. And I think if you, if you remember a song, and you believe in the song, it becomes easy to recite it. Yeah, that's right. And and the reason I can do that is for is with morning prayer. Yeah, is morning prayer the set text to to say or to sing in Easter time? Is it's that the song, song the song of, of song Moses, Moses and Miriam? So it's about the victory of God yep. over death and evil. So it becomes part of that. So even though I have a story, I also have a, a song. This is our story. This is our song. And I guess entwined in that, there is a lesson. And if you lived by that word and, and sung that, and, and if you were facing a, 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 an evil or a difficult time, that song can enlighten you to know that, you know, symbolic, the Lord is a warrior, the Lord in, 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 is his name. And, and I think that, that can give you some inspiring positivity. Yeah, and the song makes you remember the story. That's yeah. the thing, is yeah. it, it, it all links together. Yeah. Uh, and then finally in Exodus, there's lots and lots of laws. Okay. So there's lots of uh, what you narrative discourse, as yeah. it were. Yeah, uh, sorry, yeah. not narrative. Um, discourse. 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 So that's the three types. Songs, narrative, and uh, logical discourse. And you need to know which one you read in in order for it to make sense. Because if you think you're reading the wrong type of literature, you're going to get yourself into trouble. Okay. So what we have now is a challenge 
is uh, we've got a piece of literature here for uh, Justin to read. Okay. What you have to try and do is take that one as right. if it's logical discourse. Okay, All right. right. Okay, so uh, do you ever feel like a plastic bag uh, drifting through the wind wanting to start again? Okay. Uh, where do you ever go? feel like that? Well... What, literally? Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, do you ever feel so paper thin like a house of cards one blow from caving in okay right you don't literally feel like that ever no well no I, I, no I, I guess I don't not uh, literally not literally no, no. Um, you're just gonna ignite the light and let it shine just own the night like the 4th of July that doesn't make any sense what's, at all. What's that? Because, um, <laughs> baby, you're a firework. Come on, show um, what you're worth. I, I'm really lost now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how I can learn from this. It's, so it's not really making a logical argument, is it? Not at all. Not at not all. At all. It's no. an, an, and a story? What's the story going on there? Um, that There isn't one, I don't think, other than... I shouldn't ever feel like a plastic bag or feel paper thin. Hmm. Uh, or, or what's the next line? That one there. Yeah. Uh, make um go ooh 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 as you shoot across the sky. Yeah, it's a bit weird, isn't it? I'm not a firework. No, you're not a firework. <laughs> no, you're not going to go and blow somebody up like a firework. No. Are you? But I mean, the gospel of Katy Perry and the song that is firework. I guess I. I can't get much from this song. No, that's right. No, so, but if I know it was a song, I kind of, yeah. You know, uh, exactly. So that, that's from uh, <laughs> Katy Perry's Firework, which was a big hit about, I don't know, about five or six years ago. It now, must maybe. have been. A bit it more must than have been. That. Yeah. The, yeah. And uh, could we, can we play any of it without it being copyright? I'm sure well, we can play I, a little I, bit. I, I swear we probably could. We probably yeah. could. Insert pause. See, there we are. There we are. We've got the tune in our We've got heads, the tune and everything now, yeah, aren't we? We've got we've got the video of us shooting fireworks out of it. It's all there. <laughs> See, it sounds so much better, doesn't it? It does. You're no Katy Perry, are you? No, no <laughs> I'm not. Far from it. But that's a song. That's a song. So we know it's a song in our culture. Yeah. Because we might have come across it on the on the radio, seen it on the telly, whatever. Yeah. But the other reason we know it's a song because in our culture all songs have a verse and a chorus well most songs have a verse and a chorus but also songs rhyme okay in our culture yeah right yes now if you look at other cultures songs don't have to rhyme no right yeah but they'll have a, a, a different type of structure but yeah they'll have this verse chorus verse chorus so if we imagined say in a thousand years or whatever we found uh, a copy of Katy Perry's firework in a drawer or something right and we tried yeah. to read it. Yeah. If we didn't know what, how, the only way we'd find out what type of literature it was, would be to compare it to other types of literature around the same time. Okay. To, to see, give, innit? To give it some context. Exactly. So you'd say, well, I would, you you do that and you'd say, okay, well, Katy Perry's Firework, it rhymes, it's got a verse and the chorus and the verse and the chorus. Yep. And it doesn't seem to make any logical sense. So therefore, it must be a song because it's similar to a Coldplay song or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, Which be, again, have some 
weirdly obscure lyrics, but they work because it's a song and it rhymes and it links. Exactly. So you'd only get the true gist of it yeah. when you, you, you've you done that. Play. Yes. Yeah, so now what we're going to do is have a think about um, Genesis chapter 1. Okay. Which is the most misunderstood chapter in the whole of Scripture. Okay, yeah. Right. So we'll go back to the Bible, Bible again, back to Genesis chapter 1. So let's have a look now. We have, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the heavens were a formless void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. God saw that the light was good, and he separated the light from the darkness. God called the darkness night and the light day. And then there was evening, and then there was morning, the first day. Okay. Let's have a look at this. And God said, let there be an expanse between the waters separating so let's jump down a bit now to another verse. And God said, let the waters under the sky be gathered up in one place. And later on in the chapter, and God said, let there be lights in the expanse of the sky. So you okay. can see, if we look at it properly, yep. there's definite patterns in there where it says, and God said, let there be. Yep. Right? And it's always about separating um, chaos into order so it's about putting things in their place yeah light and darkness day and night land and sea heaven and earth yep that sort of thing and it's got a chorus as well which is evening came and morning came the first day evening came yes and morning came the second day and, and it keeps repeating, repeating doesn't it, it. it putting it into the context of where we are in the whole process uh, but but yeah the, the, absolutely and there was evening and then there was morning on the first day so how we know that's a, a song or a piece of poetry is we can compare that to uh, one of the psalms and we notice in the psalms they have the same structure where they would have you know a, a phrase that repeats itself all the way through yeah okay. when the other songs in the bible uh, they have like phrases and structures uh, phrases and sentences that repeat it. So it's called parallelism, if you want to be flash. Mm. Right, yeah. That's why uh, you're the vicar. Oh, well, you know, <laughs> okay. I, I always remember that because uh, a friend of mine told me once, and I, I thought, oh, dear. But uh, <laughs> So basically, what we need to do before we begin anything yeah. is know precisely what type of language we're using uh, what type of literature because what Genesis 1 is actually trying to say in poetry is that God is a God of order right yep and he puts things in a logical order yep right because you separate. can't have one without the other you can't have one nope, without yeah, the other so. yeah and he brings about um, this uh, logic f through his word he says let there be so through speaking the word, yep. he brings order. Okay, that's that's what, he, and orders to do not just with um, how can you say not just with um, the universe around us, but also to do with morality, which is a big Jewish idea and Christian idea, because the moral the moral law follows on from the physical law. Okay. If yep. you see, so yep. that's why it's don't work on the seventh day because even God rested. 
Yeah. So it doesn't mean that God literally rested on the seventh day. What he's actually saying is that the the order of the laws of the universe are set as are the moral laws of the universe. Okay. Yeah. So it's that thing about, you know, what how do we know it's wrong to punch somebody in the face? Yeah. We just do. We just do. Yeah. Because it's a moral law. It's a moral law. That's which right. is set, which you can't change. Wow. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So that's what that's the type of literature in the Bible. Yeah. Those three things, stories, songs, and logical discourse. And if you buy a study Bible or a good Bible with an introduction to the um, the book, yep. it should tell you what type of literature you read in before you start. So don't pick up the Bible and start reading it. No. You've got, you've to, got know to know the context. You've got to know yep. what you're reading and then it actually becomes far more alive than what you add. We hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. And don't forget, you can get in contact with us on Facebook and on Twitter. And we'll also find us on Instagram. Oh, yes, Instagram, yes. And on our website, which is yateparish.org. Don't forget, this is an interactive show, so we really value your comments. So put your comments on SoundCloud or any other platform that you're listening to, and we'll get back to you. <laughs>